Welcome back to NRI Women, a show where we chat with women of Indian origin living abroad. We're all linked by some part of our story with another. We hope in sharing these stories, you know you're not alone, learn something new, and just be inspired by some of the other amazing women we share this world with. I'm Nanora. And I'm Bettina. Our guest today is Parshati Patel from London, Canada. She's an astrophysicist, a planetary scientist, science communicator, and educator. She comes from a traditional and loving Gujarati business family, and given her roots, she had to struggle to convince her family for her love and passion for astronomy. Until finally, she found a unique way to win them over. She's also a passionate advocate for women of color in STEAM and is inspiring the next generation of scientists and engineers through space science and technology. She struggled and preserved to become an astronomer, but she hopes that you who are listening in are inspired to dream and make your dreams come true, just like she did, even if it means taking the path less traveled. So what got her interested in astronomy? It was actually, it's, it's an interesting thing that it, uh, my parents, you know, every year Diwali vacation, you go somewhere out of Ahmedabad, right? So uh, there was one year, I think I was around 10 or 11 years old. My parents, uh, we were in Bombay and uh, or Mumbai now. Um, we we went to planetarium as kind of a touristy thing you do in, in, in Bombay. So when I saw the planetarium show, I had tons of questions about, you know, oh, they talked about this thing. What does that mean? And my parents are not from that background. So they just were like, oh, you know, the, the planetarium has a bookstore. Go get some books. And so I ended up kind of getting, uh, you know, a few books. I think I remember distinctly there was one of the books uh, I think I picked up that was really high level that I probably should not have picked up at my age. It was more like an undergraduate or graduate level book about uh, the formation of, of the universe. And, and I was so puzzled because I didn't understand like 90% of that book. And I'm like, how is that possible? How is this universe this complex? And, um, you know, I just kept asking my parents, you know, I don't understand this. And I don't understand that part of that book. And, and they would just take me to crossword and be like, hey, go buy, you know, whatever books on this topic you think you need. Within a couple of years, Parshati had a vast collection of books. And then something happened that cemented her decision to become an astronomer. Her aunt from Canada was coming to visit Parshati and her family in India. And when she asked Parshati's mom what she could get her, Parshati's mom suggested bringing her more books on space and astronomy. My aunt kind of, you know, went above and beyond and bought me a telescope. I was interested in astronomy already, but like when I was able to kind of set up my own telescope on my terrace, you know, of my house and kind of look at the moon and, and kind of find the Jupiter in the night sky and kind of point it to that. Um, and I think in the same night, I was able to get Jupiter, Saturn, and, and, and Moon. But I think when I looked at Saturn, I think that's when I was kind of decided that, you know, this is uh, what I want to do for my, for my life. In the beginning, her family didn't take her seriously. They thought it was a phase and it would pass. Only it didn't. Parshati knew what she wanted to do and had to convince her family. You know, my uncle really did not care about my interests. He's like, you know, if you have an engineering um, 
degree, it would be easier for you to get a job or it will be easier for you to find a guy, you know. Uh, it would just make it harder if I say to someone you have a bachelor's in physics, like who's going to marry you? Uh, and I was like, oh, that's not really what I want to do with my life. And so I had to really, uh, I had a couple of days where I had to literally go on a fast because I'm like, I'm not eating anything until you tell me that I can do what I want to do. Um, so I literally went on and just be like, I'm not going to eat until you tell me I can do what I want. I want to go to, you know, I want to go abroad to studies, but to do that, I have to give my TOEFL and SATs and all of that. And that will take a couple of years. And so meanwhile, I'll just, you know, enroll in bachelor's of physics because in astronomy, you do need math and physics background. And so I will start with that as kind of my basis and then move on to, uh, you know, where I want to study and what I want to do. With her family convinced, Parshati was on her way to realizing her dream. She's an astronomer now. Only, there's one unexpected problem she continues to face. If I go somewhere in India, if I'm introducing myself, it's not even in India, like even here in Canada, sometimes it happens where I'm like, you know, saying, oh, you know, I study astronomy and, and they automatically assume that it's it's astrology and they start asking me oh what about like when i'm gonna get married or <laughs> you know when i'm gonna get this big lottery and i'm like no that's little different <laughs> um but yeah it's, it has been a constant it's a kind of a thing where i feel like i just need to wear a board everywhere i go that astronomy does not equal astrology <laughs> but it's interesting because it starts conversation about the difference between the two right um as, as someone who likes to talk about astronomy a lot i i like that someone brings up that so i can start talking about astronomy and how it's not astrology so what exactly is the difference between astrology and astronomy so so i think originally uh when i think what would have started as an astronomy became astrology at some point um and and astronomy as a science still exists where you know we look at the evidence we look at what we have and what we know about these planets to predict what's going to happen with their own orbits and such there's nothing in science that kind of relates to what happens to humans um or kind of what effects do humans get because of these you know objects in in the solar system so so that's kind of the key difference between the two and um, and we don't have any scientific evidence for uh it affecting different people at different levels Parshati knew she wanted to be an astronomer but coming from a smaller town in india access to resources, information, and mentors was limited. So how did she find the path to follow to realize her dream career? Like in my case, it was a lot of stumbling um, because when I was, um, you know, when I, when I first decided that I want to do this, I had a few friends who were, you know, really bright and knew people in like Isro and other places like who were scientists. And everyone I talked to was kind of, not very encouraging they were all you know go abroad go do um, engineering because that might give you a direct job application rather than in astronomy um, but I think I, I picked up a few things from everywhere and then I kind of you know it was the emerging area of internet so I would like google things about what does an astronomer do how do I get an astronomy degree um, things like that so it was kind of all a self-learning I, I i had kalpana chawla as like my my role model but like i didn't have anyone like personally to guide me i just had my mom who was very encouraging and, and so i kind of just you know pat 
paved my way through whatever I thought was right. Ashiti was a grad student when an opportunity to work on a podcast came along. While she was always eager to learn, there was something else that pushed her to take this opportunity. Uh, so our, the center which I work for right now, the Center for Planetary Science and Exploration at Western, um, I, I started, in, it was in February 2012 when I got this email saying, hey, we're starting a podcast, we need volunteers. And I think when this opportunity came along, I was like, oh, it's science. No one cares about how I sound, right? <laughs> so I was like, oh, I will volunteer. And so I started like as an editor volunteer. Um, and by September, they realized, yes, it's a lot of work. <laughs> and, and they also needed someone who was willing to do whatever they were going to you know, throw at this person. So I was always willing to learn. Um, it was kind of my way to fit in uh, here because for my undergrad I had really hard time because I don't drink and I don't party. It was hard for me to make friends. I just thought, oh, if I do the, this podcast, you know, not only do I get to talk about science uh, on a radio show, but also then I get to kind of meet people and, and talk to them and, you know, kind of make network and, and make connections using, using that podcast. It's been nine years since she started working on the Western Worlds podcast and her role on it has evolved over the years from editor, producer, co-host to now in a supervisory role. Also, that decision to volunteer on the podcast helped her make new friends and kick-started the path she's on today, including finding a full-time job. I had talked to my supervisors at that time um, that, you know, what do you think I'm good at? Because I love doing research, uh, but I also love doing outreach. So, you know, what do you see me? You have known me for so many years. And so they said that, you know, you are great at management. You're great at bringing in the passion and enthusiasm for this particular project. You're great at passing those things to anyone you talk to. So I literally emailed everyone I knew <laughs> that, hey, I'm going to graduate in a year. I'm looking for a job. Does anyone have a job for me? And luckily, the director of, uh, so who's my boss right now, um, he was the director at that time as well and i sent him an email just exactly saying the same thing saying and after i graduated and i had so much experience working uh, for that institution obviously you know i i got the job and we were surprised to learn what she does at her job every day so i work as a public education and outreach coordinator so uh, on everyday basis I'm uh, organizing workshops for classrooms I'm developing workshops for classrooms but then I'm also organizing summer programs for kids and I'm organizing large-scale events for public um, at the observatory or otherwise um, and then I will get to work with teachers to kind of um, you know develop and, and propel um, their understanding and their training in, in this uh, field uh, and, and on the other side of kind of still being education and outreach I'm, I'm also doing a lot of social media for my work so I, I do their you know Twitter Facebook and all of that um, as well as managing their website so yeah it's a very varied profile and and I like that on on you know everyday basis I get to do very many different things like so many other careers women in science technology engineering art and mathematics or STEAM, as it's popularly known, are in the minority. And women of color in STEAM are an even smaller subset. 
Even though Parshati was part of this subset, the fact that she was part of it only dawned on her when she was invited to be part of a panel discussion. So after the panel, we were just, you know, out for dinner and we were thinking about it. I'm like, you know, we really have struggled so much as women of color and we should actually band together and should be doing something for other women who are, you know, new to this field or thinking about coming into this field or have no network or support because we all individually struggled without any network. And everyone knows, especially when it comes to being either in industry or academia, you need to have a good support system, good network system that, you know, pulls you up, champions for you. And so we decided that um, it would be good to kind of start a, a grassroots organization, which we're now working towards a nonprofit, um, is to, you know, provide this leadership, networking, skill development platform for women of color here in Canada uh, so that, you know, they don't feel like I don't know anyone when they come to this country or, uh, you know, I don't know any other woman of color and is this, am I the only person facing this particular kind of issue or is it something that someone else has faced and if they have, what are the things that they have done? So it kind of provides a common ground for women of color to kind of come and talk about their experiences and see what they have done and what kind of route and support they could give to other uh, women of color. In the past, astronomy has been used to measure time, mark the seasons, and navigate the vast oceans. Some of its most recent applications is something all of us use every day, the Wireless Local Area Network, WLAN. We asked Parshati why she thought others should pursue astronomy. I think um, astronomy in general, I feel um, it is a, such a captivating subject. We care about the environment, we, we talk about nature, we talk about trees and how, you know, we should be worrying about Earth, the global warming and all of that stuff. But a lot of people don't think about that, you know, if you were to just look at the night sky, Earth is part of a very, very large universe. And I feel whether or not someone pursues astronomy or not, I think they sh should be curious. They should be curious and have questions. Why are we here? How are we here? Why is Earth here? You know, like, what is the possibility of Earth-like planets in the universe? Or what kind of, you know, stars that we see in the night sky? Arshati chose a career with many unknowns. How to start, where to go, and how to sustain it. And that meant self-doubt was a natural consequence. She didn't let the self-doubt paralyze her and found a way to keep pushing through. Even right now, I doubt so much about myself I'm doing things right. Um, but I think the thing that really helped you to make sure that even though you're doubting yourself, you have people who support you saying, no, you know, you have this skill, you have this and you can do this. So finding that support group is very, very important. And if you don't have one, don't be afraid to reach out to women. A lot of women uh, love, would love to share, um, you know, their side of story, their struggles and how they came over it. Um, so, you know, people will be more than happy to, to, to support as long as you know what you are looking for. So, you know, people are, some people have this idea that, you know, I want to do something, but they don't know what exactly it is. So it's hard to then find a support group that 
would rightly be able to support you in that particular direction. So any any woman, if you have, you know, either your colleagues or your friends, your family, look out for that support group and just, you know, share with them what you want to do and, and ask for their advice. Parshuti has found that perfect balance between having a career that is professionally successful and personally rewarding. And it was only by chance that she found her purpose. When I was, you know, young and when I wanted to be an astronomer, my, my ultimate goal was to, you know, my purpose was to do research and find new things and, and, you know, wanting to do this new innovative research. That was kind of what I thought my life was going to be like. Uh, but since I started doing outreach, um, I've realized that I feel more excitement and more satisfaction if I am talking to kids in public about how, you know, like simple facts about space or, or how awesome or different it is or how massive it is. Um, and, you know, I wasn't able to actually pinpoint what that was until yesterday. Because yesterday I was talking to um, retired Canadian astronaut Dave Williams. So I have worked with him on a book uh, for kids. And we were just chatting about, you know, I how Kalpana Chawla has been my inspiration. And like I had watched, I was watching live when the shuttle was, you know, returning back to Earth. And and it was a shock for me and I would have loved to meet her. And he's, he was a classmate of Kalpana Chawla, so he knew her very, very well. And I did not know that until yesterday. And I was just like sitting there stunned that I have known this guy for a while. And I did not know that he was... He worked with very closely with Kalpana Chawla and he told me something which just literally sent chills down my spine and I said I never realized that was that he told me that he knew Kalpana Chawla so well that if she was here today talking to me she would have given me one piece of advice slash she would have told me one thing and he said that it would have been that I have been your inspiration, now you go be someone else's. We all love to be inspired by people we admire. Our boss, our spouse, our friends, our colleagues, or someone who has accomplished great things. It makes us feel good, and it motivates us to do great things ourselves. Parshati found her inspiration in Kalpana Chavla, just as so many are finding theirs in Parshati. I'm Bettina. And I'm Nanora. Thank you for joining us today. And we hope you'll help the voices of our guests be heard by sharing this episode with your family and friends. We can be found at www.nriwoman.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just look for NRI Woman. If you or someone you know has a story to share, please get in touch with us at hello at nriwoman.com or tweet us at nri underscore woman. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at NRI Women Podcast. Our featured fellow podcaster for this week is Cutaways Podcast. Two girls, one rom-com. Film editors Ashley and Justin watch a romantic comedy and talk about life, love, and filmmaking. Grab your sleeping bags. Their podcasts are available to listen to wherever you hear our podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Ashley. And I'm Justine. And And we we make make up the Cutaways Podcast. We're watching the good, the bad, and the essentials of the romantic comedy genre. 
So far, we've fallen in love with Cary Grant, met up with our terrible friend, pal Joey, and had the desire to run our fingers through Patrick Dempsey's hair. Join our slumber party for your ears every other week, brought to you in stereo from our blanket fort in Hollywood, California. You can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcatcher. Our digital blanket fort can be found at thecutaways.com. If you are the social butterfly types, you can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at Cutaways Podcast. Bye! This episode was edited by the lovely Dipti Shibish. New episodes come out every Monday. Make sure you subscribe. Until next time, keep learning, keep inspiring, and always be kind. next week on NRI Women. Because I believe that human beings have been created with the power of choice. That's what makes us different from, you know, all the other beings in the world, like animals, I would say, or, you know, when, you, when God created us is what I believe in.